Hallelujah. All right, please, let's take our seats. We went for a meeting somewhere. Glory to God. So what's the next point? We have to close now. But I'm sure you have been blessed by the... What was... Hey, my God. What was the message about marks of honor? So at least you have understood honor. Or you have not understood it yet. And it's a secret of life. You want to work with people all over the world. You have to work by honor. And honor is commutative. So if you are a leader particularly, you have to learn to honor the people around you. That's one of the problems we have as a continent. I'm sure you've heard that Vladimir Putin has run away. Oh, yes. He has run away today. Because a group that he set up by himself, his own group, have risen against him to overthrow him. They are called the Wagner. I've mentioned their name last week. And they said that their vision is to overthrow him. His own people. And they are the people fighting for him in Ukraine. 25,000 of them. They are also just... Russian suggests are 55,000, and the Wagner group is 25,000. They are the most terrible military men you can ever find in the world. And they said that the Russian defense minister should resign, or the Russian defense minister, the president, should sack him. And Vladimir Putin said he will not sack him. And they said, we are marching to Moscow to remove Putin from power. And they think they have left Ukraine, come and have entered Moscow. And they are going to the Kremlin where the president stays. And uh, Vladimir Putin has vanished. Some say he has gone to hide in a bunker. Some say he has gone. But at least he can't be found. You see, and when we're coming, I was telling somebody that the world is a very spiritual place. Look at how Nebuchadnezzar kingdom ended. Just one day they woke up and the Babylonian empire was over. Now, who thought that somebody can even scare Putin? Putin. Putin. But his own people have scared him that now he has gone hidden. Maybe he has not run away, but he has gone to hide. And they are not like, they are coming face on. Shoot us. We are also shooting. So we are coming in as a war. And he has to run away. And the interest is that Russia has nuclear uh, uh, power, but they can't throw the bomb in Russia. <laughs> that, that's a funny thing. Even if you have a bomb, you can't throw it in Russia, and they are fighting with you in Russia. You see how God does his things. Everybody has a way of, but I think that when you don't respect the people you lead, sometimes that's, a, that's some of the things that can happen. So when you become a leader, you shouldn't exploit people you shouldn't take advantage of people. There are people who abuse power. And I thank God that we are conscious of this in this church. That's why I encourage leaders, don't be borrowing, don't be asking for help. When you ask for, when you borrow as a leader and you are not able to pay, you have to use your leadership position to bully the people you take the loan from. That's what will happen because you can't pay it back. If you are a leader and you don't avoid certain things, these are some of the challenges that come with it. 
So they are teaching us marks of honor. It's a wisdom. The reason why God didn't fight and angels fought for him is his loyalty to them. He's faithful to the people he's working with. And most churches don't work because the pastors are not loyal. The, past, the loyalty teachings, the pastors themselves are not loyal. When I studied on the subject, even from Bishop Dag, we sat in meetings with him, and Bishop Dag said that the reason why most churches don't grow is that the pastors are not loyal. A pastor, look at me. I went for a meeting. I still say I want to be in the service before it closes. If I don't pass through, what will I lose? But in a way, it shows that I'm part of what is going on. I enjoy what is going on. It's not as if I want to look for opportunity to run away from the church, go and stay somewhere two weeks. You can't see the pastor. You have to write a special appointment letter to see the man of God, for him to pray for you. You have to bring milk to the house. That kind of thing. It's an exploitation that is not godly. And it doesn't help. When you do that, the members of the church know it. They know that our leader is greedy. They know that our leader is selfish. There is no problem I've ever faced in my life, and it has affected my commitment to church and to church members. If I didn't come for your funeral, it's not because anything happened. It's because I couldn't come. I don't say that I have a problem, so I'm solving my problem. That's selfishness. When God calls you as a leader, you are supposed to help solve the problem of others. And mostly Africans, we are not trained like that. It's like, when I'm fine, that is when I help others. Tomorrow at the leadership, the business seminar, I was telling them that one of my first points is that at any point in time, you must have a protege. That is somebody you are training. If you want to become a successful person in life, at any level, like all of you here, you have sheep and you are shepherds. You don't even understand what you are doing. That is the secret of success. There is no successful pastor in the world who doesn't have a ministry for pastors. So look at me here. A lot of pastors come here. I see this one here. I see this one here. As I'm helping them to become strong pastors, that is why grace to become big is given to me. So you learn to, I mean, you, you, the things you learn best are things that you teach others. As you teach people. That is, most of the things I stand here and I say about history, English, most of my classmates don't even know how I am able to remember. But they don't know that the secret is that I'm teaching others. And what they learned is for themselves. When we're in school, all the best students, they teach people. So if you become selfish and you want to help yourself solve your problem, look within, you will never become anything in this life. Always look for somebody with a problem to help the person. So now you know two. Help somebody to know one. God will give you grace to go to three. Help people to become three or even two. That's the secret of success. So if you're a businessman, at any level, help somebody to be a businessman. And the help can be knowledge. It can even be financial. You are helping somebody to open a company. You are helping somebody to set up his business. You learn something. You teach the person, do it this way. That's how you yourself will become a very strong and successful businessman. So today I've said two things. The wisdom of selflessness, helping others, and number two, loyalty by becoming faithful to the people you lead. Secrets of the marks of success. Jump to your feet and let's close. As I have preached, this is the shortest sermon I've ever preached in my life. But I hope you were blessed. By what pastor, a prophet, Eric preached to us. What, should we, what, what are we saying to the man of God? So I want you to make a prayer that Lord teach me honor. If you, you see, if you learn to honor your wife, she will honor you. 
if you learn to honor your husband, most of you wives, you don't honor your husbands. You honor them when people are coming to the house. It's not a good thing. Learn to honor them. Let them know how they think about you matter. So pray to God that in a moment, Lord, help me to honor the people around me. In Jesus' mighty name, lift up your voice and pray. This is a short, one of the shortest sermons with the shortest prayers. Are you praying? to God that Lord help me to honor the wisdom called honor are you praying Blessings of honor. blessings. Thank you for the wisdom. Every day you load us with benefits. These secrets we are learning shall produce results. In Jesus mighty name. Amen.